everyday life issues broken down to help you build your own opinions on the issues that matter most. Coming to you from Austin, Texas, this is The Deciding Factor with your host, Alton Hill and John Herzog. Oh, man. How's it going? I am John Herzog, and here is my buddy, Alton. What's up? So, uh, today we are going to kind of talk about a subject that is going to be more geared around small businesses. So, if you are a small business owner or work in a small business, this could benefit you because I've worked in some small businesses and it fell in my lap, even though I was doing accounting or HR. So, pay attention because this is going to be about SEO and pay-per-click. And this is all marketing related. So, Alton, this kind of falls in your area. So I know it's totally near and dear to my heart. <laughs> so I'm leaning on you to, to help me out here. But uh, thinking about this subject, you know, it always I always find it funny. Me and the wife are sitting at home talking about something and and it never fails. You know, the other day they were talking about how we got to wear masks in, sc- in school. We're going to have to wear a mask everywhere, yep. whatever. Yep. So. We, we started talking about, oh, I've got a mask that fits me, but all the little kids don't. And before we ever even searched it on Google, Amazon, any of that stuff, we're flipping through Facebook and there it is. There's an ad for face mask. And it, should, it always happens like that. It's happened for Southwest Airlines when we were talking about a, a vacation we thought about doing. I mean, it's just all the time. And it's kind of scary. It's pretty magical, isn't it? Yes. Now we do have those uh, Alexas in the house. So are the Echo Dots. Sorry if your <laughs> Alexa's going off right now listening to this. But Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Alexa. Buy <laughs> podcast from <laughs> The Deciding Factor. Siri. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that leads into our subject, though, is that part of the pay-per-click that that comes up or what is that? Yeah. What is going on? That's a great question. And, uh, and I'm sure that we've all, we've all experienced that. And there's a few different ways that, that that can happen. Some of those a little more magical than others, but you know, let's, let's take a, a step back just for a second before we get into, you know, the magic of why you should spend all of your money with a marketer like myself. Well, yeah, you, you got to define the SEO and pay-per-click because I'm sure people are well, like, yeah. what the? Yeah. So I guess starting there, there's a, there's many ways that you can market. I really focus on digital marketing, which is entails everything online. I mean, especially through this whole coronavirus, everybody's sitting on their phone, they're sitting on their laptop, browsing, whatever. And so when you're on some platform, right, there's, and you're not paying for it, then you have to understand that, like, you're the audience that they're using to make money, right? So like if you're on Facebook and you spend however many hours a day on Facebook and you're not paying a dime, who's paying for it? Is like Zuckerberg just, you know, sitting there <laughs> paying cuz he likes Facebook or you know what what's happening? Well, who is paying are the businesses or whoever that wants to buy 
that ad space. So if you think like, and let's just talk about Facebook, but a lot of the other platforms that we could talk about have similar, what I'm going to call like targeting. Okay. So when you sign up to Facebook, if you don't have a login to Facebook and you go to facebook.com, you get nothing. It's create an account or sorry, right? Like <laughs> that's their home landing page. And and when you create an account, they ask you everything. When were you born and all of these things? Well, and then as you're browsing, you're liking things, you're joining groups, you're showing interest in this or that. People are sharing things to you because you want to consume that content, right? So if anyone's listened to the podcast very long, you can imagine that I'm on Facebook and I follow motorcycle type of pages. So they know what other secret pages do you follow? Well, (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Facebook knows me. I kind of gave up, you know, it's like side side note here. You know, some people they're on Facebook and everything's private, private, private. And I'm like, well, if that makes you feel good that it's private, that's great. But if it's on the internet, it's not private anymore. It's just whatever's on there is on there. And I think that, Again, just kind of on a sidetrack, you know, like a lot of kids today, they're posting stuff that they're not going to want on there in five or 10 years, probably, but it's going to be there. Oh, yeah. And like, I actually even had a client that their website was hacked and they're like, man, Alton, I had all this content. I don't even know what to do. This guy tore it down and then this and all these things happen. And he's like, it's offline. Well, there's actually a website that can, you can look into the history of the internet, right? So let's say that I, I post this picture of me and then I'm like, oh man, my hair looked terrible. I'm going to take it down. Well, take it down. But five years from now, I can look back. You can still find it after it's deleted. Back in time and see that now, not everything is there. I mean, it's not like a guarantee, That sucks. but yeah, it's out there. And, um, so, okay, well, stop scaring me about the internet and tell me more about SEO definitions versus. So, okay, so SEO stands for search engine optimization. And that is when you want to, let's just say, if you want to rank number one on a Google search page, you have to have like solid search engine optimization on your website. And then PPC is pay per click. And that's what happens when you run a Google ad, which is, you know, it'll say ad at the top of the Google page. And when you click on those, it costs whoever's running that ad some amount of money and they're bidding for the top of the page. So again, like are, are the, are the paper clicks also the ones that show up on Facebook or Instagram that stalk me all the time or are those different? <laughs> <laughs> well, those are also paid for ads. The payment structure is a little different. Um, I don't want to go too much into detail there, but essentially on, on Google, they make businesses bid for the top of the page, but there's like some amount that you're paying when someone clicks, but on Facebook, when you're spending money, it's more like, I just want my ad in front of someone and Facebook will 
let you pay for like certain amount of exposure. It's kind of how it's put, you know, like, Hey, here's this, this group of people that we can target and there's 10,000 people in it. So if you pay X amount of dollars, we'll get, you know, a thousand people in front of your ad per day. So do you think it's evolved from SEO and pay-per-click to more of what you just said, where it was paid advertising? Well, I mean, there's, there's benefits. Or is there three different types now? Yeah. I mean, there's really, yeah. I mean, there's really three different flavors and each has their, their pros and their cons. But I think, you know, if anyone's listening to this here, you, as a business owner, I think you need to understand where are your people and what do you know about those people? Because as a business owner, if we're going to talk about marketing and we just take like zoom way back out from where we started and say, what are we doing when we're marketing? Well, when we're marketing, we have a brand, right? So, so who is Alton? Um, or who is John or who is Coca-Cola? Who is Facebook? Who is Ferrari? Who's Ducati? Like when you think about these larger brands, something comes to mind and that's part of the marketing, right? But like, you don't see a lot of Ferrari commercials, right? I haven't, I mean, I'm constantly looking at Ferraris on Facebook and I, I've never seen a Ferrari ad. I have seen. I don't an, think I have either. An ad. Well, because they don't run ads. Like, they're more, they don't yeah. need to. <laughs> you, well, know? you know, Chipotle didn't run ads for a long time either. They put all their advertising into just referral basis. So they yeah. would give out free meals mm-hmm. on coupons and hand them out to people. Yeah. You might see a, a Chipotle sign, but never a video ad. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's certainly powerful ways to do that. And if we're being real, that should be a part of every business owner is you should be imagining some solid ways to market. And it shouldn't just be Facebook advertising. It shouldn't just be search engine optimization. Now, if you're budget constrained, right, that's usually where you end up having to pick a side or, or like stick with uh, a single thing. Um, but yeah, so when when we're thinking about digital marketing we have to think about like on facebook there's tons of people on facebook every day i think some of the like the last numbers that i saw every day there's one and a half billion users on facebook wow. per day per day so some people come to me and they're like ah oh, alton i don't need to run facebook ads i don't know if my people are on facebook <laughs> and i'm like they're on there <laughs> One and a half billion. They're there. I promise. You know, it's like, oh, no, these are like older people and they're business owners. And I'm like, yeah, but they're on there looking at their grandkids. They're like, no longer in the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so it's super powerful. And the thing about Facebook is that you can target, you know, if Ducati wants to run an ad, they can go and say, OK, Alton checked in to Circuit of the Americas last year at the MotoGP race. Cause I checked in and I posted a picture. I'm like, yeah, I'm here at the motorcycle <laughs> race. Everybody look at me. I'm all excited about giving Facebook, <laughs> you know, my wants and where I'm at, you know, I even got the address, turn on the GPS. I'm here watching the GP race. So if Ducati wants to run an ad, all they have to do, well, they don't, they can do it a lot of different ways, but one way could be, did they have they ever checked into Circuit of the Americas MotoGP race? 
if they have, yeah, we can target them. I mean, that might not be the best strategy because there's a lot of people that just go that don't ride, but you can start stacking those things. And Facebook users just give them all that information. So that's huge, right? So that means like no matter what you want to target, you can. Well, like, Google does it too every time you search something or Amazon. Well, yeah. And that's how. So, so like once you. Heck, even YouTube. Remember, we talked about trading. The warrior trading is one of the videos I've been looking at. Secrets out. Y'all, y'all can go watch them. Yeah. Drain, drain your life of them. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm playing a little game that I have now on my phone and I can get free diamonds. That way I can get bigger, bigger and better in the game. But every time I go to click on it, you have to watch a video of like 30 seconds. Yep. You know who shows up on my ad every time? Warrior trading. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, 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 I don't need this service, but you're going to show me every time virtually. Like, yeah, it's scary that it does that because you watched a video once, you know, or you subscribe to some channel. And that's another thing that you can do. Like if you look at on on Instagram, um, another way that if you don't want to pay ads, like let's go back to my motorcycle idea. Right. Like Ducati, for example, can go and, and find people that just liked some motorcycle racing video right or liked somebody who has a big following they can just go see who liked that page that post or whatever and they can just start following them or sending you know like sharing content with it right so once you're on these platforms you're telling the platform all of these things that you want and then us as marketers business owners we can leverage that right so if you're like um, a DIY guy, right? And you follow a DIY page on Facebook or something and you love it because you like doing all this stuff at your house. Well, that's great. If I was Home Depot, boop, I'd be targeting you with the ad. Like, hey, I just got a sale on lumber or close out deal on, you know, some manure to fertilize your yard, <laughs> like whatever it is, because you're the DIY crowd. So it makes sense that you might make trips to Home Depot. So. So if I'm i I'm sorry to cut you off, but if I am a small business owner, I come to you and I ask you that question because I've had to do this for a few of my owners is, mm-hmm. do I spend my time and money on SEO, pay-per-click, or now what you refer to as paid advertising? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great question. Um, generally, Facebook ads, like the ad spend itself is pretty cheap. Um Depending on your category, like if you're a, an insurance person and you want to run pay-per-click ads, it can get expensive quick. And so if we're talking budget, you know, maybe a good solid Facebook campaign may be less expensive than a Google pay-per-click campaign. But then we have to talk about search engine optimization, too. And the biggest downside for search engine optimization, like I work with a lot of new business owners and a new business owner wants sales now. They don't want sales a year from now. They want sales now. Like Alton, I got to stay in business. Like there's been a lot of new mask companies that have reached out. 
Hey man, I got a thousand masks sitting in my apartment, man. I got to get these things moved, right? They don't have time to wait on a good solid search engine optimization campaign because those do take time. Yeah. I'll tell you, once you get it and like a year into a good search engine optimization campaign, it will change your business forever. It, I've seen it change tons of businesses. And so that's the power that it has. So what do you do? Well, are you thinking short term for your business? Or are you thinking long term? Which is it? And I would recommend as a business owner that you should be thinking about both, <laughs> right? Well, like, <laughs> but you're also going to get that response of, well, I really need to know the return on investment. Yeah. And, you know, that's a that's a good question. I think that ads like Facebook ads, they're really good to like push things. You know, I like to tell people who call me like, well, what's the benefit? Right. Same same question. OK, Alton, I saw your SEO pitch. I hear your Facebook thing. Like, what should I do? And I say, well, with Facebook, like literally you can get into someone's bathroom with Facebook. It's like so powerful, right? Like they're not at, you're not asking for masks and you're in there surfing on the can and then bam, they are in your face saying, buy my mask. That's powerful right now. Well, what's my return going to be? Well, how good was the ad? Did you even want to see a mask? How, how much saturation did you do? I Whether mean, it was Facebook, Instagram, so part of my that, video games. If it's a product, <laughs> right, that you're asking someone to buy, that might be a little different than and your price point. What was your price point? Can you close the deal? I mean, I've sold, um, you know, some of my clients have sold $50,000 contracting deals through pay-per-click ads, right? Well, at that point, I guarantee you the pay-per-click ad campaign was not 50K. So was it worth it? And that's the question that you have to ask. But that client could close the deal. They had a great website. They knew what they were doing. They had the expertise. So when someone was looking for that service, boom, there they are. And they're closing the deal. So with a good campaign, like what are you selling? What does it cost? I mean, there's to me, there's kind of like this minimum amount required to spend in advertising. And if you're spending less than that, you're kind of in the noise and some people don't have the revenue for it. So so the SEO, whenever I had to do the research and Mm -hmm. be a part of this, I also had a phishing website back in the day. Yeah. And I actually did both pay per click. And then we also did the SEO. Mm -hmm. But every time I've dealt with SEO, they always say six to nine months before you even really notice anything. Yeah. Is that about right? I mean, that's, I always tell people six months. Six I've months. seen crazy things happen. I've seen, I, I would, I don't really broadcast this, but I've seen websites move up from, you know, page four to number one position in just a few weeks. Wow. Why? Lack of competition. But see, the other thing that got me with the SEO, Mm -hmm. especially with my phishing website, was you have to target a certain area. And when you pay a marketer like yourself, you know, it's, you know, thousands of dollars. Millions of dollars. Well, well, depending. (laughs) Oh, you've moved up in price now? I wish. I just need one. (laughs) I just need one person to pay millions. Um, But, you know, it 
for me, it was like, I, of course, my first response was, well, the whole U.S., duh. And the guy laughed at me and said, uh, how about we try like a zip code? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, it's my understanding. You really have to start in more of like a city mm-hmm. and grow it from there. And most of the time, you know, small businesses don't know that. And right. if you've got Dallas, Austin, Tex, um, San Antonio and Houston, now it's virtually what quadrupled at that point. Well, so, <clears throat> or does it increase the time? What is that? Let's say that there are generally two types of search engine optimization. Um, one of them being local search engine optimization, uh, which is different than just general, right? Like it doesn't matter where you are in the United States. If you type in Coca-Cola, <laughs> their website's going to come up, right? Because yeah. it, it, they're just going to rank well because it's a, it's a national brand. But if you say dentist near me, then that's going to be a little bit different, right? Dentist near me. Now Google needs to know, well, are you in Austin? Are you in Dallas? Are you in New York? Like they need to know, right? And that's some of the consent that you give, you know, like on your phone, if your location's on or all of these things, like even telling Google that this is your home on maps. Okay. They know now this is Alton's home right here. So if he's searching for dentists near me, then we should, you know, generally like we should show him stuff that's near his home. Right. And so then that stuff pops up on the maps, which is also search engine optimization is the maps. It's on the local side. Now, when you want to run an ad on on Google or Facebook, yeah, I mean, you're paying for that exposure and paying for clicks. You're going to pay for more exposure and more clicks if you're trying to do it over the continental U.S. as opposed to Austin, Texas, plus 20 mile radius or something, you know, but zip codes are really good too, because you can target, um, like wealthier zip codes, depending on what you're selling. Right. But like, if you're a luxury travel agent, you know, well, we should probably target some of the more wealthier areas and not like the lower income places for that. And with SEO, it's more about just near me. Right. On, on some of that and, and for the local, right. So like a dentist or something, or even a travel agent, people generally want to deal with someone close by, but let's, let's say that you're looking for, um, uh, like what, what are you typing in Google? That's what we need to think about in search engine optimization, right? So a keyword string like dentist near me, Mm -hmm would be great to rank high for if you're a dentist, right? Yeah. So the secret is like, well, how do you do that? Well, you have to, that's where you're putting effort into your website and making your website say things like dentist near me amongst other things right on there so that Google knows, Oh, he's a dentist and he's near this area. So we should rank him. Well, 
on here, right? Like you're doing Google reviews. Google looks at that. Like if somebody comes to me and they have a one star review and they're like, I need to be the number one spot. I'm like, well, you're going to have to buy it because (laughs) I mean, that may not be true, but Google takes into account all of these different factors. How many pages your website is the load time of your website. What does your website say? What does it not say? And then are you even connected to Google? What are your reviews like? How long do people stay on your website when Google sends them there? Google's looking at all this stuff and they change it all the time just to mess with people. So that's what I hear sometimes too. It's like, oh, you're just going to blame that you can't rank because Google changed it. It's like, well, I'm not going to blame Google for anything, but they do shake those things up a lot. Yeah. Which is good, right? I mean, we're growing and evolving. How long ago was it before like we weren't looking at everything with our phones and now we are. So now Google's like, well, we know that at least 50% of people are looking on their phones. So we should probably start waiting whether or not their website looks good on a phone or not. Yeah. Right. But at some point they didn't really care because it wasn't that big of a deal. But now if your website is cra- like, do you want to look at a website that looks crappy on mobile? Can't read it. You're like pinching and zooming. Doesn't have the little hand. Nobody does. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> which, which is why you have like, if you were to get Wix, you've got two different uh, views of it. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you have the mobile version, you have the website version, yeah. yeah. which is why I have to get on my computer half the time for some of these websites, because you got other features that are yeah. not available in mobile. Yeah. And I mean, it's a different screen, right? But just to the point of as a business owner, if you want to rank well for things, you have to consider a lot of things and there's tools to help with that. Um, and I think really, if you want to dominate a space, I tell people SEO is a great way to dominate because it, I, I regularly get people, even probably listening, you're probably going, what is he saying? And it's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's doing some magic stuff. And it's like, well, it's really not magic at all. Like if you gave me a little bit, I can show you exactly what we're doing. And it's actually so logical. It's insane. But it's like when you're talking about getting that ad, it's like, how did that happen? Well, almost on every website now, they're forcing you to accept cookies before you even look at it. Yeah. Right. And things like Facebook and all these apps, they're listening to you all the time. We know that they're listening. And then we're surprised when, (laughs) you know, it pops up, but we keep it like, you know, like it's our wife or our husband so close. I mean, can you reach your phone right now? Maybe if if you're listening, can you reach your phone? You can, because it's always in arm's reach. You're not going to walk out of your house without your phone. Yeah. I don't even like my kids playing. No, it's like, it's too far away. Oh man, I can't even see it. (gasps) Right. Mm, Man, my, my heart rate just went up. Well, that's a, that's a marketer's dream, you know? And so what happens is you get on someone's website or like the app is listening and now we can target you. And, um, so, so, so what I've noticed with the SEO is, yeah, it is more of a long-term game, but it has worked very well. I'll give you two good examples, right? So the last company I worked for, we, uh, we had a shred truck and it basically, you know, shreds all these hard drives that way you can't shreds hard drives. Yeah. I mean, that's sweet. Hillary should have used it before, (laughs) but uh, sorry, (laughs) this is a tangent, but, uh, No. So, you know, we would, we would have this available, but it's like, you don't, 
you don't want to spend a pay-per-click ad or paid advertisement on that or not in my opinion you would so we had se go going and um we've we've had several uh google searches that landed us work just because of the seo oh yeah it's huge i mean it's paid it's for you easily you know and it was it was one of those things you know even if you do it for two years two jobs would pay for more yeah than that yeah i mean that's um I mean, there's levels of SEO that you can do, right? Um, but here, here's the thing, and this is my huge selling point on SEO, is that SEO lasts. And the way I say it is that once you input that work to your website and you get it running, you can now amortize that cost mm-hmm. over years. So let's say that you spend, whatever, 10 grand on SEO over the course of a year or something. I don't know. And that's going to keep paying you. It's going to pay you the next year, the year after I even posted a video not long ago during coronavirus. I had some of my clients that shut down uh, that we, that we had been doing SEO for and a shutdown, meaning they had to close the doors, right? Businesses were forced to close and they were like, Hey, Alton, we're not making any money. Can we, uh, can we put you on hold? And I'm like, of course not. Pfft. No, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. And, um, even though for like probably at least three months on some of these sites, I wasn't doing anything. They're getting record clicks come May and June. Wow. Right. So it's like, I encourage people to keep doing it because you're going to keep reaping that harvest, but the harvest is delayed, but the harvest continues to come. So whatever you invest, it's going to keep paying you after we're not there. Now, if you say, um, like a Facebook ad, Oh, I'm going to, it's one and done. I'm going to put it on hold. Now, if you ran that campaign for a while and you got new customers, clients, now you have to think about, well, what is the lifetime value of the client? So like right. plumbing or AC, you're going to get return. Well, uh, even after I might say that as a business owner, you need to know what the lifetime value of your client is. So like if I bought a hat from you one time, I might come back and buy a shirt and then I might buy another hat later because this hat's old. So you might have paid $10 to get that client that bought a $15 hat. And the hat cost you seven. So you were actually negative two in on that first purchase. But, you know, he's going to come back and buy a shirt. Right. Yeah. And probably more than one. Let's say he bought two shirts. So now you're like forty dollars up on this guy. And then he comes back and he buys a pair of shoes. You're another 40 bucks up. Right. So you, you paid 10 and you're up 80. Even though the Facebook ad isn't running anymore. But with. um with search engine optimization, it's pretty easy to get someone who's pretty close to buying, right? Like plumber near me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's toilet's clogged up, man. You <laughs> need somebody now. <laughs> so if you're ranking for plumbers near me, you know, 24 hour plumber near me. Yeah. And you're number one, the number one spot on Google gets over a third of the clicks. So, well, but then you got the researchers like me. And I've always told you have to be on the first page. If if you have to get onto the second page, you're wasting money at that point. Oh, for sure. But, but to add to your story on clients getting customers after they've closed, I closed my fishing uh, supply warehouse Mm -hmm. like 2013. Okay. 
I still get random calls, probably one every three months. Hey, do you have any live bait you can sell me? Oh, wow. I'm just like, what on earth? And then, of course, my fishing website. If you were to go try to get that website back, I paid like three dollars for. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, I'd have to pay fifteen hundred dollars for now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, screw that. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's a lot that goes into them, and that's the thing that. But you're gonna have to get me. Uh, you're gonna have to help me to get them to stop calling me. Like, <laughs> we're not getting them back. You can, yeah. I mean, if it, you can delist things and like disavow certain things. Um, but yeah, it's hard to, hard to erase things off the internet for sure. Um, but yeah, I was going to say that, you know, 33% of the clicks are on the number one spot. If you're on the second page, forget it. And that to answer your question, does it really take six or nine months? The answer to that question is how long does it take us to go from, right? You just started your new plumbing company And you're like, Alton, I want to be number one. And I'm like, you're not even page 10 yet. Like, (laughs) I got to get you on page 10 first. And then I'm going to try to get you to page five. (laughs) And then I get you to page two. And then we'll get to page one. And now now's where the fun starts. Right. Because on page one, obviously, is where all the competition is. And that's why it can take a while because you have to go from page 10 all the way up. And um, but once you're there. It's it's legit. Yeah. Like I have a guy that's But that's where you're saying the pay per click and paid ads are right. Help. That's where you where you shortcut that. You're like, no, Alton, I I'm a plumber today. I don't yeah. <laughs> right. Like I wanna find that clogged toilet or the leaky faucet today. And so that's when you basically shortcut to the top of the page with a Google pay per click campaign. Um and or or Facebook or whatever. Right. And those are the ways that if you need to do something now, bam, it's there. Right. And you can do it and you can do it well and you can say, uh, you know, figure it out. And and it's good. And how do you how do you hit those ads like what I mentioned earlier, where it's on my game, it's on uh, YouTube, it's on Facebook, Instagram. It's that short little video of whatever product it is. How do you do that? I mean, it depends without giving me your secret. Each, each platform has its own like advertising setup, Mm -hmm. right? So like I'm looking into doing more LinkedIn ads. I haven't done a lot of LinkedIn ads, but I had a client that I'm, I'm actually doing some Facebook ads for that, you know, even up front, we were kind of like, I know that the people are on Facebook, but how do we target them effectively, right? How do we not spend a thousand dollars to get one lead or whatever it is, right? Like how do we articulate that? Mm-hmm. And so each platform has its own set of ways you can target, you know, like on Facebook, you can do like you mentioned, tons of different styles of ads. Um, even on YouTube, they're getting more where <clears throat> they're trying to get it right. Cause YouTube is Google and, um, I mean, Facebook is, is Facebook, but, um, they're kind of in competition, right? So YouTube is getting, um, video ads, of course, right. Is huge on, on YouTube. And, um, so, each whatever your game is or i mean they've got their own little advertising thing like pandora you want to run an ad on pandora well a video ad might 
not be the best thing for Pandora. Most people, you know, it's like on their phone or whatever, but you can't pay YouTube to get on Pandora, right? So you just have to reach out into these platforms, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook. I mean, Facebook and Instagram are the same because they're the same, <laughs> right? It's the same company. So it's the same advertising uh, place in there. But I mean, that's that's it, right? Is figuring out what the uh, what the app is and and then utilizing it. Do you recommend little short videos or do you uh, focus on more like picture? At, what do you do? So if you're going to do marketing right, you kind of have to imagine the funnel, right? Maybe business owners have heard of click funnels and things like that. But there's people who might be interested right? Like I follow Austin Ducati. Unfortunately, I haven't gone and bought a Ducati yet. (laughs) One day. I'm in the top of that funnel though. If they want to run an ad, I'm there. Right. But then there might be, but so we all have this funnel of where we're at, you know, like, Oh, I bought something from you a long time ago, or I used you a long time. I mean, there's all these different places or, my faucet's leaking and I need you here now. Um, so depending on who you're targeting, that's what you need to think about for the ad. But just like the short answer, video ads are it, you know, they're more compelling. They're more, uh, they communicate more and, uh, and people it's really engaging. And I think that really that's the key to good, marketing and, and not just the word marketing, but brand awareness. Like you want people to think about you. Like if you're thinking about digital marketing, you need to be thinking Evlos digital. That's what you should. That's what I want people to think. Cause that's my company, right? If you're thinking about, um, you know, uh, supplements, like when I say the word performance supplements, who do you think of, you know, do you think of creatine? Right. But like, what's a brand? (laughs) What's a brand? Yeah. Muscle milk. Right. So you have this brand awareness that if you're like, oh man, I'm sore. I need to go get some protein. You might think muscle milk, right? Even though you're not buying it, they're not running an ad. There's this brand awareness, which is good. And so as a marketer, you have to think like that. If you can create engaging content that people want to consume, then great. But Hey, Hollywood's been around for how long? I mean, when we went from radio to movies, that's a big deal. And now we're going from like yellow page ad to ads on YouTube ads on your big screen TV, just like a TV commercial. That's a YouTube ad now, right? Cause people are watching, watching YouTube on their TV now. I mean, there's even YouTube TV. So, so I know as a business uh, owner, a helper of a, of a small business, you know, right away when you start talking, having a small video so that you can do your advertisement on right away, you're thinking, oh, now I got to go get it professionally done and all that. Do you recommend that? Do you have other little options? What, what do you tell the customer when they start? Yeah. I mean, here, if someone's willing to do one, I say, great. Like if you're going to create a video to do an ad, like spend 30 minutes or an hour on YouTube on how to shoot a decent video or pay somebody like me to do it. I mean, I have a package for someone who wants to run a Facebook ad and I say, look, this is the all in cost. I'll come shoot a video and then 
I'll run the ad for you. It's kind of like one and done. So it kind of takes that out. But I always encourage people. It's about engaging raw, real stuff. People want real. Man, we're done with like corporate America, fake. People want to connect. They want that authenticity. And so the quality doesn't have to be that great. It shouldn't be crappy, right? But it look, our phones, man, how much is an iPhone? 1100 bucks has got 17 cameras on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. right? Like, I mean, have you done, have you done a few with just mobile video and audio? I mean, mine's the audio's kind of the thing. It's possible, right? It's possible. But you can do voiceovers. You can, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people about, I mean, you can get a mic on Amazon here tomorrow for 16 bucks, yeah. right? You just plug it into your phone and bam. And lo- as long as the light's good, you know, but people kind of get, they're running their business, you know, they're not marketers. And that's why I see this kind of breaking down. It's like they don't have the bandwidth to think about it. But about what are the best ads to me, like kind of some of the best ads aren't really ads. Like I have a uh, a flooring guy that uh, like really he just wants to be a rock star. I mean, to me, he kind of is a rock star. But I mean, his whole entire family, they're just performers. I mean, like his wife's constantly in plays, his daughter's cute as can be. Um, and, uh, and they sang a song and he sells flooring and within, I don't know, a couple of days there, um, that video that they sang together in had over, it reached over like had over 4,000 views. Really? Yeah. But it was great content. It had nothing to do with flooring. He just said, Hey, if you come by floor, I'll sing you a song. And then they sing a song. Right. But it was like, (laughs) it was so awesome. They did really well. And, uh, you know, it was in HD. It was good quality. had a decent mic. I mean, it's certainly not a music video. Don't get me wrong, but it was good enough that thousands of people wanted to see and had, I think over a dozen shares, right. Cause it was just good content, memorable. And when I was talking about it later, somebody's like, Oh yeah, that singing guy, boom. What, Brand recognition. I mean, it can be really that simple. What, what would you rank SEO and, and pay-per-click or paid advertisement, uh, via the internet, right. Versus let's say radio station, local radio station. How would you rank that in the mix? I know that's kind of a little off, but no, well, I mean, certainly that's not my area of expertise. However, um, we as business owners have to know our ideal client and we have to know our ideal client better than they know themselves. If you want to be really good at business, like you have to know that you have to know what problem you're solving. You have to know what keeps them up at night. You have to know what problem are you really solving? I mean, for me, we can talk about ads and this. All I do for people is help them make more money. <laughs> That's it. Website at, they don't care. Alton, is my phone ringing? Are people buying online? Like, that's it. That's what, that's the problem that I'm solving for them. So I have to know where their clients are, right? So we have a conversation with the business owner. Who is your client? What do they look like? What do they smell like? How old are they? You know, whatever it is. Yeah. If your clients are, or customers or whatever, if they're listening to radio, then you, you know, it should work. The thing that I love about digital marketing, and I'm going to really geek out and we don't even have time. I don't know where we're at on time, but like they're all, I can track all of this. 
I know how many people watched my Facebook ad video. I know how many people clicked and came to my website. I know how long they sat on my website. I know whether or not they were on an iPhone or an Android. I know all of these things. I know how old they were. I know where they were. I know all of that. So when you blast out a radio ad, it's like, yeah, or a billboard. And they're expensive. Yeah. It's I mean, like, it's not cheap, but I just know, like for me, I've sat in the car and listen to the AM station mm -hmm. getting all the news. And yeah, I mean, it's just, that's how I found my nasal surgery got right. Yeah. It's just, they rang the mm -hmm. crap out of it on the, on the station. Yeah. But I mean, at, what did they gain? Like how much money did they return on investment? What yeah, did it come and, out and, and sometimes, you know, you, you have to do these things for a while to really, to really figure it out. Just like anything, you know, um, I mean, you have a hypothesis, right? And you're taking action. Um, but then it, when you're optimizing and you're reiterating, you know, you find out, oh, this was really good. We should do more of that. We tweak that, do this. And so you're learning constantly and things are changing. So you have to relearn. So when you get your, your nerd data, right, where, what does that help you with more with the pay-per-click or the SEO or what is that for? So all of it, when you're doing, when you're trying to go from, like when, if a business owner comes to me and says, Alton, I need to grow my business. That's the right question. Some people come to me like Alton run a Facebook campaign and it happened yesterday. Hey, I just got my website set up and I don't know anything about social media. I need you to run some ads because we need to get sales. And I look at the website and I'm like, nobody's buying from your website. I can send all the traffic you want, but like the products didn't have any descriptions. <laughs> like it was crazy. Uh, you know, it's like, this is not going to convert. So it's like a black and white TV versus a plasma HD. Well, it's, there's a, there's a chain, which link is broken. If any link is broken, then it's not going to work. Right. Or, you know, one of them's weak. I mean, the analogy stands true. So when I'm monitoring, I'm monitoring all of that and it's even more than that. It's not just clicks, but it's, you know, I'll have a few different landing pages for ads, which one works better. Right. And we look at that data, but I could send traffic from Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Nextdoor, Google, all they're the same landing page. So anyhow, it's, uh, the data's there and, um, you know, we just use it to to so, figure it out. So you had some, uh, some data right before the show. What let's get into the, the statistics that you had. Yeah. I mean, I think I mentioned that there's one and a half billion Facebook users every day and, uh, over 500 million on Instagram and posting stories per day. Um, and here's the, the real power of Google is that there's over five. I mean, this is, this is old stat probably. I bet it's about 6 billion searches per day on Google right now. 6 billion. Wow. 6 billion. As I tell people, like once you rank number one for something, it changes your business forever. Uh, I've got a client that's where he's ranking number one for over 50 different search terms. Like he can't even handle the business. I was talking to him. He was telling me he's fixing to start sending more business to his competitor, like his competitor. He's wow. just going to send him business because he's got so much. And I'm like, man, I need to run some ads for you. You need to pay me more money. And he's like, dude, 
if you start running ads, I'm going to fire you. And I'm like, well, you need to start paying me to not run them. You know, just kidding. Right. But um, and then let's like think about Google Maps. Google Maps really um, has they're really a monopoly on maps. And there's over 150 million Google Map users per month. So. I mean, just, we can all think about it, right? You don't have to take my word for it. When was the last time you were on Facebook? When was the last time you Google searched something? And when was the last time you were on Google Maps? Google knows where you're going, when you're going, what you're looking for. And marketers like me, whenever you visit these places, we're tagging you with cookies and we're tracking you and we're targeting you with ads. So that's why I say like for a business owner, if you're not doing these things, like you just have to be like, halfway decent like with seo you know i mentioned that one website that we were able to go from like page four to the top of page one in a mere couple of weeks it's because sometimes you get lucky and there's just not competition so if you just try just a little bit it can be huge it can be huge yeah man so fun stuff huh Fun stuff. Y'all wake up. Wake up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's there's so much to SEO and and pay-per-clicks that I'm thinking in my head because of of how we need to, uh, you know, make that happen because there's wording and things like that. And I think that's a bigger topic, but I think we've pretty much covered the the very basics and, and some of the details behind all the ads. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of and things that, that a small business owner has access to, readily available, and um, and they work. You know, they work. Nice. All right, so let's do this. The deciding factor um, for a small business, would you recommend SEO or pay-per-click? Now it's time for our deciding factor. So... I want to I want to make us actually choose one or the other right now. I, I get the fact that each company is different. Um, so you really need to check with your marketer, I believe, in my opinion. But based on my experiences with my companies that I've had in the past with ones that I've worked for, uh, we have seen a, a, a lot of success in SEO. The only problem is, is I think they gave up too early on, on those SEO packages. They'd mm-hmm. hire that marketer. They were told six months before you see anything. And, you know, it, it may have taken a little mo- more than six months, but even getting close to that, you know, say month five, they're already like, dude, I've spent yeah. $3,000 a month for, yeah. for five months. I haven't seen anything for, well, you have to yeah. give it time. But like I said, my company's been closed since 2013. I'm still getting calls, emails. Yeah. Uh, there's people that we're still looking up on the website. So yeah. I, I think SEO is the way to go if you if if you really need something marketing wise on the internet for me. What yeah. you gotta say for it? Yeah, I mean I think I'm gonna kind of cop out on 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 the deciding factor today and just oh, man, say you're that. killing me. Like it's all important. Yeah. And if you're in a specific niche, like there are some things that don't work as well on one or the other. 
certain niches depending on what you're trying to do. Now, having said all that, if you're going to force my hand and say, which are you going to pick? I'm all about that long game. You know, I'm about making money for a long time, not that quick dollar. I think most small business owners, they're in it for a reason. They want that freedom to be their own boss. They're loving what they're doing. They're passionate. So we're talking long game SEO. It's I've seen more huge impact on SEO. Like, let me try to say that properly. SEO has had a larger impact on the businesses that I work for than some of the others. And you're not married to someone. I mean, I guess in some ways you're married for married to Google, but, um, right now, like that's a good relationship. Um, you know, each platform has its own demographics, right? And I love ad campaigns. They work, but I think dollar for dollar for the long term to really scale your business and, and, and beat your competition, then, then there's no, no replacement for SEO. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think you really should have a mixture, but I mean, choosing one or the other, that, and that's what I would say as well. But you know, I had a, I had a fishing supplies website, so it was like, there was no way I was going to do SEO across the board for the whole U S or even the world. (laughs) So it's like, I did have to have the Google Mm -hmm. pay per click. Oh yeah. And it wasn't videos. It was just pictures of the products that I wanted to really Mm -hmm. get out. Yeah. Google uh, shopping. We didn't even talk about Google shopping ads, but that's a whole nother ball of of wax there. Right. Um, so there, there's a lot to be done. Uh, but I guess for your business, your small business, you need to contact your, a marketer. Yeah. Evlosdigital.com. <laughs> I don't even, I don't think anybody's going to be able to spell that. Can though. I, can I plug it? Yeah, E-V-L-O-S. That's solve backwards. Cause we solve digital marketing problems. Oh, wow. Boom. Didn't even know that. Yeah. Our logo Are you is, selling the hats with it or do they get a hat? Shoot. If you want to sign up for SEO, I'll send you a hat for sure. Yeah. We got some cool <laughs> new hats. Have our little, um, it's like a Rubik's cube logo on it. So yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Businesses come, need their problems solved. Bam. Making it happen. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great subject. So if you're not a boss, if you're not an owner, then at least you'll know something when something is said in your, your office about, oh, we need to find new customers, right? For sure. You can talk about SEO, pay-per-clicks, paid advertisement, whatever you want to call it, and know something about it. Yep. Anything else you want to add? No, man, but thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll do another one of these sometimes, get more, more in depth. But uh, for now, yeah, thanks a lot. All right, let's say bye. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of The Deciding Factor, giving you food for thought on real-life issues. Be sure to click, like, and subscribe to this podcast, as well as all your big social media outlets, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget to check out our website at thedecidingfactorpodcast.com and give us comments and feedback. Until next time, stay safe and remember to keep an open mind. 